When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello and welcome into the Starcastic Remarks studios. I am Ryan Chambers. I am the host of Starcastic Remarks, and along with my two brothers, who we will who will join me here in just a second, we are the official Dallas Stars podcast of the Hockey Podcast Network, and this is the PGR for Game Number Four against the Pittsburgh Penguins, where the Stars win in overtime. Not excuse me, not overtime shootout with a final score of two to one. And anyway, guys, thank you all uh, for tuning in, and we'll bring Chris and James in on this. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing much better now that we have two points. That feels a lot better. Um, the only thing I don't like about this game is that we didn't win in, uh, in regulation. It would be nice to win a game in regulation for once, but I'm not fully complaining. I'm, I'm like only half complaining because, you know, going two and two on a uh, four-game road trip to start the season is not all that bad. So, Four uh, games in six it. nights, too. That's with a back-to-back. So that's a tough road trip, and definitely. So we were kind of in the dumps a little bit yesterday, and then looking at the win today really turned it around. We're 2-2 two and two after a really tough road trip to start the season, probably one of the tougher schedules to start the season in the league, and we did pretty decent. So very happy with the road trip overall. And just to get straight to our first topic, I think, fully puts away the whole – scare of extra time this season seems like it's not going to be an issue at all and the guy doing it tonight the guy who i said would make a big difference alexander radulov yeah and very big deal about that and you know he he was a little it was a little hard to see him in the first in the second period and he wasn't all that noticeable he was a little bit noticeable but that third period he came alive and he was just like you know what we're not losing this game and then he ended up uh, putting the game away for us and allowing yeah. us to win and shootout. They all did in the third period. It was a great third period by the whole team. I'm amazed that we didn't score. We should have scored two goals that period at least. So really, really love the way we played the third period. It's just so frustrating. Like, why do we have to go into the locker room and have a speech before we decide to play better? I don't understand it, but it's always the way that this team is. So It is what it is. I'm eating a, a Sonic burger right now. <laughs> It was disgusting. They put onions on my burgers. I just got a big old whiff of onions. I did too. Extra onions. Okay, well, if you guys have any questions for us at all, uh, make sure you leave it down in the chat uh, wherever you're watching from, whether it's Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, uh, even on uh, Twitter. Just let us know uh, anything that uh, you would like to ask us or anything that you want us to bring up and talk about. So, anyways, um, uh, what else do you want to talk about this evening other than just the play of Alexander Radulov? 
So the breakup of the top line finally came in the third period, the period before they finally started looking good again. We've been saying this from the beginning that we didn't think Ben Sig and Radulov should be on the same line. And finally they're broken up, and it looks like all three of them play amazingly better. And Jamie Ben look, looks tons better on the center role. So it, yeah. I don't I don't think it's rocket science. Not not to mention right now, Ben also has the <laughs> highest percentage on the faceoff right now, I think, in the league. Yeah, so he's crazy good on crazy. the right <laughs> So he's wait, he's actually leading the league in faceoff percentage right now? He was in the third period. Yeah, really? Wow. <laughs> That's I mean, super like 64 tonight. I think he had 73 last night or something like he that. He had 75 he last night. Yeah. So he's crazy on the dot right now. So and he looked way better like in the flow of the game when he was actually playing the center role too uh in the third period. So hopefully that stays. I have no idea why Jamie Ben last year just decided he was a center, but just just go with it. I don't care. You know, speaking of players that we didn't expect to fill certain roles in the way that they have, um, how I know, <laughs> you already know where I'm going with it. Christian, you want to eat your words a little bit? How about Mr. Yes. Michael Raffle, man? Where does this guy come from? I, I don't understand. I mean, I'm not complaining whatsoever because he's the only guy that's really scoring, you know, efficiently and cons consistently right now in the first four games of the season. Uh, talk about I his will, play a little bit. I will eat 75% of my words. So not I 76. still don't think he looks – no. I still don't think he looks great <laughs> handling the puck in the offensive zone, but, man, he can finish. That's two great shots and two great goals that he's had. So full props to him. He's, he's a great yeah. shooter, it looks like, right now. Hey, I really don't. Oh, excuse me. I really don't care about all the carrying the puck and stuff. If he's scoring, that's all I care about right now. Yeah, because... we got plenty of guys to handle the puck. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Bob, dude, thank you for uh, tuning in. I love the play from Raffle. He's gonna be great. Uh, I I agree with you, man. I don't know if this is gonna he's gonna be able to keep this consistently uh, over the course yeah. of the season, but it's definitely a nice, wonderful surprise here at the beginning of the season when. You know, a lot of the big guys are not scoring goals. Small yeah. sample size, but it looks good. So <laughs> Yeah, and, and even in, uh, I think it was the Philadelphia, right? The Flyers is where he came from. Yeah, Correct. I think they were saying he had four games where he had multi-point nights, and he already has a multi-point night with us. So that that's really encouraging to see. Yeah, four already. games in, like, his whole tenure there, right? Yeah. Yeah, not, not just last season. Not, yeah, not last time. season, his whole time. Well, I mean, uh, the the pace for multi goal or multi point nights with the way he's going so far would be insane. There's no way he's going to keep that up. But yeah, you know, probably not. But um, so it, here here was a, a random thought that I had, and I don't know if, if you guys would agree with this or not. But who are the most effective offensive players right now, in your in your opinion? Because right now, right I've, now, it's I've got I've got Raffle. I've got Peterson, and I've also got uh, somebody else as well. Um, but if you had uh, those two guys, uh, who else would you put with uh, those two guys to make like an offensive line? You know, to try and get us uh, more offense to go. Did you say Fox? I couldn't hear you. Those are weird audio blurt that went on. Yeah, James, I think that was your mic, bud. I, I muted you because it was going off bad. But anyways, uh, what what would y'all think? I just said. Uh, Peterson and Raffle, and just throw those guys together because they seem to be doing a lot Absolutely. of the offense. Absolutely, Foxa. Fox is leading the team in points. He has four points. He's playing great. Another assist tonight. 
He had four hits as well. He had four shot blocks, and he had a shot on goal. Save or faceoff percentage sixty four percent. Foxy looks like one of our best players right now. Like he does not look like a fourth line guy. He looks like a second line guy on both sides of the puck, offensively, defensively. And his defense isn't suffering at all from his offensive production. He looks crazy good. Like all the graphics that they showed in the whole game. So I totally agree with what they said during the game, uh, Razor and Josh. And yeah, he looks amazing. And and Razor continues to pull all the analogies out of his butt. Where they're just like nowhere. What what was the one that you uh, that you tweeted or that you texted us, Christian? I I forgot what it was. Which one was it? Oh oh yeah, he, he the flock of something. Yeah, it's not a flock of penguins. It's a. Wait, oh, I already forgot. I already forgot his lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go look at my Twitter real quick. <laughs> okay, so while he's looking that up, um, the, the again, I'm I'm just gonna pull up the whole Fox uh, Peterson thing. Peterson got robbed. <laughs> On that one shot in the third period, absolutely he didn't robbed. Yeah, he didn't yeah, I, I know, I know, he didn't elevate it, it, but still, that was That's a great up. That gummit Christian. I had to stop everything to make sure that I could well, actually. While we keep stopped, my... it's not a flock of penguins; it's a raft. It's a okay. Bob, dude, literally just said that. I'm just now saying that. Sorry, Bob. Um. Anyway, guys, guys. Uh. How about the play of all three of those guys, Peterson, uh, Raffle, and Foxa? Just all three of them, because they are our offensive weapons right now. Real quick, before we talk about that, how are we talking about this? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Nobody in the world saw this coming. This is, no, that's insane. not at all. Yeah. Nobody did. And, and I think I think if I may add a fourth in there, uh, Haskin has looked really good in the last few games offensively. So it even with the absence of... Uh, Klingberg, he's looked really good in the past two games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, he's in, I think he's, where, where's he at on the points list? Yeah, he's number three on the points list right now with three as well, so tied with Raffle. So he's been really great on the offensive side. He's had a couple slip-ups on the defensive side, which is really, like, it, they've been turnovers. Like, not yeah. defensive mistakes, just, like, bad puck play or just tripping over his own skates, which is weird. But on the offensive side, he's looked great. It, it's, it's just weird because, you know, it seems like the guys who went out and were signed in the offseason or, you know, made a move this uh, this during training camp to come in, all the new guys, all the new guys are the ones that are doing all the scoring and all the really important stuff for the Stars right now. I mean, I know we talk about Rafa and we talk about Peterson, and we've also talked a little bit um, about Glenn Denning and the goal that he, he made. That was a great shot. But how about – Let's talk about the real big, you know, giant signing right now, which, you know, a lot of Stars fans didn't like the signing of, but now it seems to be paying off, is the signing of Braden Holtby. I mean, he looks like a full-fledged number one, at least right now. He looks like the the full-fledged number one goalie that he was when he was in Washington, and that's exactly what we needed. And for the price that we got him at, it looks like an absolute (laughs) steal. And uh, Jim Nill looks like a genius right now. Yeah, again, it's a small sample size, but it's early, it's early in the season, so we're going to over-exaggerate everything, and y'all are just going to handle it. He, he looks like a Vesna guy right now. Like, all three games, he's been dominant. Not an easy goal has gone by him. He might have made a mistake with a one goal that went in tonight where he kicked a save that he didn't technically have to, but he was trying to break up the play. Just unfortunate that he kicked it right to the other guy. But he, he well more than made up for that with the other saves that he made, especially in the second period. So, yeah, he's playing out of his mind. Uh, I hope he keeps playing like this because if that's the case, he, he's the number one. Like, we, we don't need a Hudobin if Holtby's going to play this good. 
but I, I, do, I don't expect it. <laughs> so just to throw some stats at you guys, um, right now he's played three games. He started three games. He obviously had to come out of the one game that it, sh- he, it should have been his win, but he had to come out because he was dehydrated. But he, he this is just his stats, not his win-loss stuff because he's one and one. But he has made 94 saves. He's only allowed five goals in three games. So that's a 1.75 goals against average and a 947 save percentage. That is freaky insane. And I know, again, it's a small sample size, but the fact that he's putting up numbers like that, which, you know, we saw the numbers in the preseason, but again, it's preseason. But now we're seeing it in the regular season, and it's really making a difference for this team. If, if we didn't have Holtby, that we'd probably be 0-4 right now, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean... With the way we won the two games that we won, that's definitely true. NFL fans, hungry for a big win this week? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has got you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long, with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win. With the promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years of age or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, and so I'm just really glad that uh, that, that signing happened. Now at least. <coughs> at the time, I didn't. I hope Ottinger's doing okay. Yeah. Which, by the way, I, I've seen his stats down in, uh, in Texas, and he's just he, he, destroying... Yeah. it's not it's not even close it's not even close man so anyways uh the goaltending looks solid for the stars right now and yeah and And with us having three great goaltenders because Hudobin looked great in his relief for Holby and in that game that he started too let's not forget but with us having three goaltenders who are all playing crazy good right now we really should expect a goalie trade at any time during this season I think so, right now, since Holtby looks like the solid number one, likely not him. I'm thinking it's still Hudobin is the most likely, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's either one of those guys. It won't be Holtby. There's not not a right at, now. At least maybe looking not. Out, but what yeah. if Holtby? Yeah, you don't know if Holtby's gonna slow down or not. But if Ottinger keeps playing that good, I I don't know how long you can keep him down there. Honestly, especially yeah. the trade value you could get for a guy like this on a rental. Tough, tough, tough decision. But I would I would just be on the lookout for a goalie trade. Um, okay, well, well, if that's the case, then where does Hudobin go? What place oh. would need goalie? No idea right now. No idea right it, now. It, it would be near trade deadline, I assume, and it would just be some kind of rental thing for a good team that needs a goalie. So like maybe maybe Edmonton. I'm still not convinced of their goalie situation, but. Mike Smith has actually looked pretty good and pretty decent in the okay. at the beginning of the season. I know he's forty, <laughs> right? I think he's forty or something like yeah. that. But goalies don't have to skate, so <laughs> he can just I, sit there and and do what he needs to do. I'm not convinced he can take him on a deep playoff run, but you know, 
Well, he did it for Arizona back in the day. Now, that, again, that was a long time ago, but still. Um, anyways, guys, uh, let's pull up some of the stats, and I'm just going to throw some stats at y'all. And I think this has a lot of uh, storylines in the game, and it, it, it continues for the Stars. But one of the things I want to talk about is the block shots. And uh, according to the stats, I, I really feel like that there was a lot more than this. But the, the block shots for the Stars, Whoa. the Stars double them up, and they block 16 to uh, the Penguins' eight. So that just goes to show you that the Stars are, are sticking with their game plan. They're sticking with their defensive style. And uh, at least tonight it paid off. Yeah, lots of great defense by our forwards this game too. It was really great to see all the all the back checking, uh, coming back and helping the D-men when we're stuck in our own zone. The Penguins had a decent forecheck going on, but in the third period it was non-existent because guys were coming all the way back. I saw Jamie Benn come all the way back in our zone behind the icing line to help out the D guys when we were stuck in our zone for a little bit. So yeah, really great defensive play by the forwards. And that's really what the block shots show the majority of the time. That's going to be a forward up on the point, making that block shot. So that that's what that stat really tells me mostly is how well the forwards are playing defense. And just to, to side note real quick while I'm thinking about it, what I really appreciated about the stars and the, forgetting about the second period, but the first period, the first period, they came out aggressively on both sides of the puck, defensively and offensively, and that was something that we missed in the back-to-back of both games. You know, mm-hmm. we might, you might expect that in the second game of a back-to-back, especially because it was a matinee. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but you know, we didn't see that tonight. There were there was a lot of aggressive <coughs> plays. And, yeah, and it wasn't like it was just we were just that. throwing the body around a lot. It was aggressive on the puck. So it, it, there's a difference between just throwing your weight around and going after the puck and really fighting for the puck on puck battles. So, and that's what I saw more of the second option, which is yeah. what the stars need to play. They don't need to play the big body game. We need to play, get the puck and get as many shots as we can towards the net because Lord knows they don't go in very often. Right. Exactly. Um, uh, l- let me run down a rabbit hole for a second. Cause I, I was a little frustrated cause I, I kind of mentioned it. Um, how, uh, what's the, what's the correct word to say? How frustrated were you with the second period? I I felt uh, I felt very frustrated with the second period yeah. based off of the first period, and then also seeing the third period and see how and seeing how it went. I know the third period wasn't as eventful, but the stars had a lot of chances in the third period compared to the second period. They played like I wouldn't say eighty percent. I'll I'll steal your number, Chris. Seventy five percent of the time in their own zone. And I just found that frustrating to watch because they didn't spend any time in the offensive zone in the second period. Yeah, I mean, I think frustrated is the right is the right word too because we played so well in the first period. It felt like we should be doing much better. But yeah, I uh, agree. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna be honest here. I didn't. I, I fully expected them to be worse in the <laughs> second period. Like just like what happened. It it's happened the past three games. It feels like every time we get to that second period, we just get outchanged every second. And I, my, my theory is that we're just old and can't skate, but <laughs> I, I feel like this year it's going to be common theme to see that we're going to be losing most second periods. That's a fair point, yeah. Okay, so, uh, so I mean, it didn't hurt us tonight because we won it in overtime. Or, oh my goodness, a shootout. I keep saying overtime. Um, we, we won it in, in a shootout. But we can't continue to play like this and expect to win games like this, in my opinion. Is that is that fair to say, or is that not yeah, fair Yeah, I mean, to say? they're, they're low-scoring games, but it, it's because our top guys aren't producing, too, and we don't have Robertson and 
and Klingberg. I know it's those are just two guys, and they shouldn't be that important. But if you look at the stats from Robertson last year, was, Robertson was number two in scoring last year. Exactly, but we don't we don't think about it that way. But he is Robertson's number two. I think Klingberg's number three in points. So yeah. it might not feel like those guys are that important to our offensive production, but man, they are. So, and for us to go five hundred on a four and six road trip to start off the season, we, and we, I know we scraped out these wins, but we don't have our offensive guys in from from last season. So. It feels like we did what we needed to do when we don't have the offense, and Holt, that's a big part of that's to Holtby. You you say that like we can't win these close games, but like that's that's all we did the the season before last. Mm-hmm. We that was that was like our staple. We won those close games won every single time. Games, yeah, and I feel like that's really why it was such a rough time last season for stars fans watching us lose every single one of those close games yeah and that's how we lost last season too that's how we missed the playoffs last season you live by the sword you die by the sword so <laughs> maybe we just have just enough clutch guys like haskinen and like radulovin now that we can scrape out those one goal games hopefully i i just really would like to still see more offense and obviously i, I mean one goal a game is not going to get it done and that's what Welcome we've done to the, the past dallas stars games. fan club but it's just frustrating to uh to look at all the guys on this team and yes i know we're old and yes i know we rely on some guys that are older but we do have younger guys that can score i mean gary gary had opportunities tonight he did and he didn't (laughs) he didn't cash in but he did have some opportunities tonight hints um i thought and i put this on i put this on twitter Um, hints played a great third period Yep. Yeah. And, and he the the last minute of the first period, we had three chances. We had more chances in the last minute than we did in the entire period, and that's what led, right? And that's yeah. what led to the raffle goal. Exactly. Right. That hence was the setup man for that goal to exist and to happen. So, um, I did I did appreciate that. Um, but yeah, again, I, how do how do we get more offense out of this team? And we we, we can't. We can't expect it to get it from the guys we are right now. Michael Roffel is not going to score 20 goals, 30 goals. I, I think Hens and Gurionov, they're trending in the right direction already. They got three shots on goal each, each um, as, as well as Peterson, as too. And that's what he's expected to do. Peterson's not supposed to be just a two-way guy. We brought Peterson in because he could score. So he's doing his job, too. I think it's just going to be time. And then, I know I keep saying it, but we've got a lot more points that are – on injury reserve right now that are coming back really soon. So just hold off for those guys to come in. And if we keep our, this defensive mindset and those offensive guys come in and put up some points, we're going to look really good really quick. Uh, one more thing about Henson Gurionov too. They have to play to score goals. Hints uh, has 1248 time on ice. Gurionov has 1139. Gurionov started on a line uh, with Glenn Denning and Caro, which is ridiculous. I That's, don't get that. That is idiotic i don't know what bones has some kind of vendetta against gurionov but he's he's got to put it behind him and just play gurionov but even hints he's not played enough he needs to play more so yeah well i mean gurionov only played 11:39 tonight as did yeah. kiwi and i mean they're among the lowest and yeah. and, and maybe and they looked really good especially like we said at the end of the first at the and the, the whole third period all three of those guys looked really good a lot of a lot of stars look good in the third period. To be fair, they but. did yes. But uh, you, you know the the surprising <laughs> statistic behind all this, if you're looking at the time on ice, which I'm sure all three of us are right now, 
Look at Alexander Radulov's time on ice. Yeah. He had 21 well, minutes and 46 seconds. That's insane for a guy that's 35. Yeah, and he he notoriously takes long shifts too. So we gotta remember. Yeah. That. <laughs> no, he does. He does. That is true. Um. Uh. But, well, one more one more thing before we leave the stat sheet uh, for the stars. Glenn Denning has another terrible game. I don't know what is up with him right now, but he he, he takes a penalty. He has one shot on goal all game. Face-off percentage of 20%. And I, I said it in games previously. If When your big selling point is that you can win face-offs, you gotta win face-offs. you're losing that many face-offs, you're, you're going to be benched is what's going to happen. Like, if Robertson comes back right now, I'm keeping Caro and I'm benching Glendening. Yeah. Really? So, yes. Glendening looks terrible. So he um, does not look good at all. Even that goal that he had, like, yeah, it was a decent shot, but, like, you kind of expected to score there too. So my only thing to to rebuff that, and I I don't disagree with you in the faceoff circle. He needs to be better, and because that is his main staple, he needs to be winning faceoffs. But um, look at Pavelski. When he first got here, the first year, he was it it, it was rough. <coughs> it was extremely rough, and it was terrible. And it took him until the playoffs to actually come into his own and figure it out how to how to how he could have a role in the stars and fulfill that role. And he figured that out. Now I I think just Glenn Denning needs some time. Now unfortunately for him, we don't have that kind of time because this year is it. This is the year. If it, it's you not said next that last year, year, everybody. I know, but but like especially with Pavelski <laughs> and Brad Radulov gone, we're gonna have a ton of cap space. But uh, th- this is it, and he needs to be able to figure it out more quickly, in my own opinion. Yes, I no? mean, I kind of understand that, but for Pavelski's play style, it matters more about him understanding where the people around him are going to be. Because if you think about P- Pavelski, he doesn't score goals because he has great stick handling or great speed or he has a wicked shot. He scores goals because he puts himself in the position to score goals. But for Glendinning, he has to win faceoffs. It It doesn't really matter what the guys around you are doing when you're winning a face-off like yeah just win the face-off and just to add on to that really quick he doesn't look very comfortable defensively right now (laughs) and i think that's that's what's making it worse and why we're saying more on the face-offs even more because even even when he's defending he he doesn't look great he doesn't he's not showing upside on, on that side either yeah um all right, l- let me leave the stat sheet real quick because we got we still got about five minutes before we got to try and wrap this up. But I, one thing I was really frustrated with, still continuing on from this game, um, was the the dump and chase. Um, I, I felt it was better, but I wouldn't say it was good. I, I, is that a fair assumption? What what, what in do you this think? in the second period it sucked. There was no chase. It was all dumped. I even it thought just, it in it the was... in the first period that it was still not good enough to where. The star. The first, that's how the stars score their goal is forechecking. And if you can't get, if you can't chase the puck, which is half of dump and chase, then you're not going to score goals. The the first and third, I thought their forecheck was very good, and I thought that's how they were getting scoring chances a lot of the time too. So I I understand how it can be frustrating, but I I don't mind it that much, and I thought it worked out well for them, other than the second period, obviously. Yeah, and I think the the nicer thing this game is that we did see them try to just skate into the into the offensive zone with the puck more too. It wasn't just yeah. dump and chase the entire game. 
Yeah, it was still mostly dump and chase, but we saw a couple of times, especially with defensemen, like Lindell carried in a couple of times. Hastings carried in, carried it in a lot. Uh, Fox did a couple of times as well. So when, when guys are confident with the puck, I think that's when you let them carry it in. But I mean, if if you're not feeling very comfortable stick handling the puck, I'd rather you dump it in than give a juicy turnover in the neutral zone. All right, going back to the stat sheet real quick. Sorry, because this was another telling thing. No power plays for either team tonight. Yeah. So and there was it, plenty it, of chances yeah, for each a, team too. Right. I don't know what was going on this game. The refs just took a game off, I guess. So that so here is my uh, I guess my conclusion from looking at that stat in particular. If we if we leave special teams alone for the most part, if we stay out of the box, we can probably do well five on five against most of these uh excuse me most of these teams yeah fair assumption and if fair we stay off the power play that's how we lost <laughs> right so so I, I i'm not sure if that's really the the right conclusion but tonight it seemed to work and it and it seemed to be okay um i, I just one a couple more things before we kind of wrap this up I still want to see more offense from the top six guys. We're still not getting yeah. it. Obviously. So it, it looked better in the third period, though. You like you've got to you got to look at that upside and see it was totally there. We should have scored in the third period. The only reason we didn't is because Jari was insane. That he, was he. You know, props to Jari. That that he would look fantastic in that third period. He was incredible. We totally one of those guys definitely would have had a goal in the in those last two frames. Yeah, the, the Penguins definitely have a secret weapon sitting there that no one knew. Yeah, their GM looks like a genius trusting yeah. him, especially after last season from what happened in the playoffs. He, he looks great right now. And a couple more things before we wrap it up, too. We, we got to go back to good things. Face-off percentage, even with, with Glendinning not just being bad, he was atrocious. We still win the face-off that's battle being 58 fair. to 42. Yeah, yeah that is and, being and, fair. And... <laughs> And also, it was nice to see that the faceoff percentage didn't just plummet after the first second period. Exactly. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. another it, it's, good thing. It, it, it's the first game that I think we had the faceoff lead the entire yeah. game. So, and fifty-eight forty-two looks outstanding. But for this season, honestly, that should be like par for the course. The norm. We should be winning fifty-eight uh -huh. to forty-two every single game because uh, our like faceoff guys are great. Like, except for Hints and I guess Glendinning now, they're all good. Um, and the hits somehow they're thirty-eight to thirty-two. So <laughs> my seven hits. <laughs> so my theory of scores fluctuating wildly from building to building still holds up great. So I'm happy about that. And somehow giveaways <laughs> are only one to five. There was way more giveaways there, than that. Yeah. But see, okay. Well, and see that's one stat I don't understand. It's like what's giveaways the and takeaways is the worst stat in hockey. It's terrible. <laughs> Well, so what's the difference between like a giveaway and a takeaway and a turnover? Is there any difference, or I are think, they the same? I think like a giveaway is like on an intended pass, and a takeaway so is like, like you take it off their stick. So like the hints pass from was it the Senators game? I can't remember if it was from Saturday. That's a really specific Sunday. thing yeah, with very little okay. context. Well, the, the, <laughs> no, the the Rope hints that he, he was responsible for two like both goals that they scored. I, I think it was the Boston game actually, and he passed it straight to uh, one of the Boston players. It was in the yeah, it was I in guess. the first period. That sounds like it. That sounds like a giveaway. Okay. Like I'm not for sure. Well, <laughs> either way, okay. Um, so uh, James, when's our next game? 
You're our official it, it's person. Friday against the Kings at 7:30. Finally Fri back home, and finally a game later than 6 p.m. Yeah, I know that will that will be nice for me because <laughs> you know with me. I was watching this. I was watching this game in class. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you one bit. I would, I, I might or might not have been glancing at my phone while I was at rehearsal tonight. So you know, just kind of slightly cut, cut, peeking out the phone, looking in my pocket, looking to see what was going on. And I, I might have screamed a little bit when uh, Radulov uh, scored the shootout yeah. goal. That, that was beautiful, amazing. So nice. To see yeah, that was. Back. We didn't even talk about that. What an amazing yeah. goal. That yeah. was incredible. Forehand, yeah. backhand, cookie jar. Oh. And, and you know what? That doesn't even count as a real goal, which is unfortunate. I know. I know <laughs> that's so, that's so unfortunate. So, um, anyways, guys, anything else that we really need to mention that uh, we haven't mentioned uh, from the Stars standpoint? Bench Glendinning. Bench Glendinning. I, I don't. Bench I think it's too early. I think it's too early for that. Um, but I will say, we need the we need the lines to go back into the blender again and figure out something. And the the Ben Sagan Radulov line needs to be a thing of the past, and that needs to ben be needs gone. To be center. That's gotta be. Put I don't care if Robertson is not here. Put him as the third line center, and that will give him opportunities to be more effective with maybe a little bit less ice time. And he can throw his body around a little bit more because he won't be expected to be on the ice as much. That's my saying. So, yeah. anyways, guys, um, anything else? Is that it? Nope, Bench that's good, I think. Okay. Let's score more goals. Yeah, Dallas seriously. Stars fans mantra for nope. all eternity, apparently. That would be nice for the for the past five years. Anyways, guys, uh, thank you all once again for tuning in. Uh, whether you're listening to the live stream here tonight or you're listening, listening to it on the podcast side uh, the following morning, uh, thank you guys for listening in. And uh, we want to thank DraftKings once again for uh, sponsoring us. Make sure you use the promo code THPN each time you go to their app and you get a special little offer from them. Uh, once again, along with James and Christian, I am Ryan, and uh, we will catch you guys on the flip side. We hope you'll have a fantastic and wonderful evening slash morning if you're listening to the podcast.